following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the huge show across Michigan. And this Thursday night, it's all about NFL opening night. The NFL is back with the Lions and the Chiefs. And the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is hooking up new customers with a can't-miss offer to celebrate. Place your first $5 NFL bet and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. All you have to do is use code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app and get set to get in on the action. Lions at the Chiefs, the NFL kickoff game on Thursday night. It is a Moneyline Monday presented by DraftKings on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? Happy Labor Day to everybody all across this great state. We are live. It's NFL kickoff week. People are going, why are you going into work? I'm like, man, we are just a little over 72 hours from the Lions and the Chiefs at Arrowhead on Thursday night. We are live. 19 radio stations for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. You can listen to the free stream. Weekdays at 3 at thehugeshow.net. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show. And you can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. I will deliver huge opinions on Michigan State's nice second half comeback against Central. At halftime, the Spartan fans were going crazy. I think at the end of the first quarter, I said a poor coached football team, poorly coached. Oh, man. And then no one said anything then. But the second half, when they pulled away, they're like, yo, Homer, yo, a Michigan Homer. Even Superfly, probably hanging out with one of his 19 sisters, borderline witch cult, he said, go green, go white. But he didn't say that until fourth quarter. He didn't say that the first two quarters. Oh, y'all are Michigan homer, huge. No, I'm not. That first half was god-awful at home for Michigan State. And I'm telling you, no matter who you are, no matter where you follow Michigan State, if you're listening across our state, in the country, if you're in Zimbabwe just on a mission, that was god-awful football. And they got it together. I give them credit. And then Michigan, fabulous first half, and just going through the motions in the second half minus hardball. Now, I thought it was cool that J.J. McCarthy wore the free Harbaugh shirt and then they did the line and they held up four for Harbaugh Mandela and 
everyone's talking about free Harbaugh. And after a while, I'm like, wait a minute. Didn't Michigan self-impose a suspension? Didn't their, their own university where they were playing on Saturday at the big house on the campus of the University of Michigan, they self-imposed the penalty. And it kind of hit me late. I'm like, whoa, the free Harbaugh shirts don't cut it. And the little, come on, everybody, choo-choo, ride the train, choo-choo. Holding up four. He'll be there for the fourth game. There you go, number four. You know what we're going to do after the game? We're going to break you out. We got a cake with a file in it. I thought it was cool that, you know, when they stand up for their coach, that says something about unity. But when they when they did the line, and as the game goes along, and they held up four, I'm like, whoa, NCAA didn't suspend Harbaugh. The University of Michigan did. So what it should have been instead of four was the bird to the administrative offices. And it looks like they're going to salute Coach Harbaugh. Oh, the wrath of pain he's enduring. Wait a minute. The university had a self-imposed suspension. And J.J. McCarthy looked great. He did. Michigan will be fine. They went through the motion after the first half. They did that a lot last year. Almost bit him in the behind against Illinois. But Harbaugh's still running the show, even though he watched it. Hey, Sharon, can I come over and watch the game? I brought some of those pigs in the blanket with sweet barbecue sauce. Jim, are you still in the bathroom? What's going on? <laughs> What's this free Harbaugh stuff? I I kind of liked it because I thought it was cool, the team sticking up for him. But after they did the choo-choo line with the four, hmm, there still is a side of me that doesn't like the fact that they, you know, you watch Florida State last night. Oh, yeah, Michigan State couldn't have used Keon Coleman, could they? It's, you know, three touchdowns, 122 yards for Florida State, a team now who may run the table and play in the college football playoff after the 31-point second half when Brian Kelly knows you. And... Oh, I'm Brian Beauregard Kelly. At halftime, we were leading. I was drinking Mama's sweet tea. And in the second half, oh, Florida stayed. The ghost of Bobby Bowden came up and just bit me right in my chaps. Keon Coleman, Peyton Thorne for Auburn. If any of you Michigan State fans... Tell me, oh, we didn't need him. Or Mel Tucker saying he's happy for Keon Coleman. Yeah, I recruited him. We stay in touch. Then how did, if you're so close to him, how did you keep him in East Lansing? Yeah, he's a good kid. We stay in touch. I know the family. We barbecued on Saturday. If if Keon Coleman was so close to you, Mel, why did he leave your program? And don't tell me money. State has big boosters, NIL. They could have matched any deal. You know why? 
Keon Coleman wanted to go play for a good team. And already, guess what? Keon Coleman, everybody's talking about the dude because he was on primetime TV last night. Michigan State fans are acting like beating CMU. They're on equal playing ground with Michigan because they're both both want to know. Oh, do you see the standings? Look at that. We'll want to know. They'll want to know. Well, equal. Oh, did you see Michigan in the second half? That's like a bad first half. So one bad half by them, one bad half by us. Guess what? We're even. And then some of my tweets made the message boards for Michigan State, which is kind of like getting on the Michigan Prison Network. Here we go. I stopped looking at it. A lot of people went to the alphabet on those tweets. I can I can go through the alphabet if you want to. What was really correlating to the huge show tweets? A, B, C, M, F, F. I'll take a U. Um, I'll take an S with brains, and I'd like four, uh, Pat, can I solve the puzzle? <laughs> oh, God, the people are just insane. So I deal with that Friday night into Saturday morning. I watch Michigan. Stop by Russ Ortiz's weekly Michigan football garage party. It's awesome. Then I watch college football all day. It's so good to have it back, right? Ohio State looked average. But again, who's showing a lot against Indiana? And then I get to Sunday, Superfly. And like I told everybody on the show last Friday, I wake up Sunday morning and I drive over to American Dunes Golf Club in Grand Haven, the birthplace of the Folds of Honor mission to help the children of men and women injured and killed in combat. And I'm going to play in the Folds of Honor Collegiate Am, which is kind of like a pro-am on other golf circuits. And you have 18 teams from across America, some of the best college teams and golfers in this state, Grand Valley State qualified. You get Michigan State is in it. I saw Austin Mikoff on the scoreboard. And then you go down the list, and you're like, this is a pretty cool golf event. So I get over there, and you know I'm going to check in. I get there early, which I like to in any pro-ams I play in. And I see, oh, I see Notre Dame, I see Navy, I see their vans you know, in the parking lot, right? You see ND, you know, teams like Arizona, Oregon State had to fly in. I see little John Daly, John Daly's son. And I'm like, wow. And I'm like, that is awesome. I mean, he's putting. And then I'm I'm talking, I meet listeners who are going to play in the collegiate AM, which is a day before yesterday was the tournament started today, and it's underway. It'll be on Golf Channel 4 until 7 p.m. from Grand Haven, Michigan, today, tomorrow, and Wednesday. 
you see all the teams wearing their colors, right? Michigan State in the green and white. Michigan State fans that live by the course are setting up tables. They got the Spartan Fight song playing. It was such a great environment. And I had a really cool team. Had the father of one of the Army golf coaches, known as Gru. Him and his wife were there. Gru was in his mid-60s out of Wisconsin, so proud of his son coaching at Army. And the meaning with Folds of Honor and helping military and first responders and everybody. And Nathan, who's a Folds of Honor national member. Had Ty Duncan out of Texas, who was married to the first graduate of any college from the Folds of Honor scholarship program. Everything was beautiful. So I'm getting set. I'm grabbing. I run into Chuck Cox from Northern Jet Management. He was there. Always good to see Chuck. And I'm sitting Superfly at the bar. And Scott Tolley, who is Jack Nicholas's right-hand guy who invited me to this event, comes walking by, and I'm talking to some listeners, I think a police officer from Holland and some guys from Titleist. Uh, and I see Scott walk by, and I think it's the waitress or bartender asking me if I want anything. I said, no, I'm good right now. Well, Scott Tolley had asked me if I want to meet Jack Nicholas. And I went, no, I'm good right now. And he kind of stopped. I turned to my right. I look, I see him. I go, oh, Scott. And there's Dan Rooney and Jack Nicholas, the Jack Nicholas. And I had my hand up saying, I'm good. And they're all standing there like, is this, you know, are, are we waiting for the punchline? And I go, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I, I thought you were the bartender asking about, you know, do I need another you know, Diet Coke, right? And I, 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 they walk outside. I walk outside with them. I go, oh, so nice to meet you. And <laughs> Glenn uh, Greenspan, the, the PR guy, is standing there as a photographer. I, I meet Jack. And they go, I, we, uh, Scott goes, I want to introduce you to Bill Simonson, huge show across Michigan. He's been there from the start with Dan with Folds of Honor. And it's, First thing with Jack Nicholas, he's shorter. It always happens every time you meet somebody famous. They seem to be smaller, but he's bigger than life. And I go, nice to meet you, sir. And uh, all of a sudden, a photographer goes, can I get a photo like paparazzi? And I'm like, yeah, you bet. Put his arm around him, send it out. I had a huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook, my new friend Jack. So then he walks away. They call me over for something. I run into Jack again. And I'm standing there, and Jack Nicholas goes, Hey, are you going to come take the team photo or what? Uh, yeah, well, I got there, and, and so I, 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 I'm going to stand on the end. I want Jack to be in the middle. He goes, No, I'll stand next to you. Or I'll stand next to both of you, he says, and he gets a laugh out of everybody, right? I go, Okay, Jack, you're going to go there? Really? And hey, don't go there right now. We take the team photo, and then uh, we get out on the 18-hole layout and at American Dunes and just have one of the greatest days of golf I've ever had because there's so much meaning when you go to American Dunes, connected to Folds of Honor. And they take care of you. It was a beautiful day. Playing with an Army cadet who his goal is to be a leader in field artillery. And I was talking to him, you understand, you go into battles, he goes, yeah, I'm, I'm here to serve my country. He's out of Georgia. And I'm like, 
Mm, how old are you? I'm 20. And I'm thinking, you know what? We, we talk so much about a generation. We're worried about phones and TikTok and everything. And this dude, like the other men and women at West Point, the Naval Academy was there, Air Force. It's like goosebump stuff. Like, yeah, let's go. And every time I told him he would make a birdie putt, I would chant USA, USA. I only chanted twice. So we get done. I see Jack again. He says, hi, Bill. He's met me like twice. Like he says, hi, Bill. And there's like 20 people there. And I'm like, hey, Jack. Okay. Good to see you. So then I walk by and all of a sudden he's standing right there. He goes, Bill, you enjoying this day? I go, you bet, sir. And I go, man, Ohio State's got to get a quarterback. He goes, yeah, I know. And I watched a game yesterday, he says, and he goes, we got to get a quarterback. I go, your defense is okay. Your defense is better than last year. We got to get a quarterback. He goes, yeah. So then they go off to a program, uh, and Ty Duncan's wife, Hannah, tells a story of losing her father and what Folds of Honor did, and she saw his plaque in the memorial walkway for the first time yesterday. Saw the plaque of her father where he is honored forever, and she told that story that I know for eternity that if I want to see my father and what he meant to others, I will come here to Grand Haven, Michigan. Oh, and then Jack, they surprised Jack, Lieutenant Colonel Dan Rooney, the founder of Folds of Honor. They are going to endow 13 scholarships every year to the Ohio State University in the name of Jack and Barbara Nicholas. And you know what? The rivalry, the lines there weren't blurred. They were gone. And they give the mic to Jack, and he chokes up talking about what his country, what his family, what his dad did to introduce him to the game of golf at the age of 10. And he's choking up, Jack Nicholas. I look, I see the Army, the Air Force, the Navy military academies. I see Arizona, Little John Daly, Arkansas, Michigan State, Grand Valley State. The sponsors, the people who are part of Folds of Honor. And we're all there for this really unique, historic day in my mind. And I felt so honored and privileged, as I told Lieutenant Colonel Dan Rooney when I pulled out of American Dunes, that you, you brought me along for this ride. Yeah, I know I've promoted it, and I was there when you had this idea, but it's you. And so our lunch at Snug Harbor in spring of 2006 where you said, Dan Rooney, I have a calling to help those children when he saw Brock Buckland's child standing on the side of that plane at Kent County, now Gerald R. Ford International Airport. Over $200 million later, over 50,000 scholarships. And I'm looking at the place where we held that first event in 2006, had 16 four-person teams. I did the huge show across Michigan. I talked to Dan afterwards having a beer, 
And he says, I got to do something bigger. I go, your heart's in the right place. You'll be fine. And I'm sitting there honoring heroes, listening to Lieutenant Colonel Dan Rooney and Jack Nicholas tearing up, overcome with emotion for his family, his country, his school, and the game of golf. Doug Bell, when I was leaving, who is a GM, an American dude, said, Bill, have you ever had a better day at a golf course? I said, no. I said, outside of anything connected to my children and my family, it was the best day ever. And I posted that photo, me and my friend Jack. What do people do at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook? Oh, he's not your friend. He's not your friend. He is not your friend. So then before, I think the night's over. There is Grace from the runner-up for The Voice did like a 45-minute show. I mean, this, this day's not going to end. I said goodbye five times. I'm thinking, this is it. Oh, it's over. I'm going, oh, wait, there's something else. Can't leave. Oh, wait, hold on. She's singing. Can't go. Oh, hold on. They're doing a presentation to Jack. Can't go. And then uh, I'm leaving. I see Dan Rooney, his 10-year-old daughter, uh, his wife. You know, they live down outside of Tulsa. I said, hey, I'm going. He goes, oh, you're not going to watch the drone show. And I'm like, there's more? So it's dark. It's, you know, 9, 930. And we walk outside and everybody's standing there. And all of a sudden I hear this. If we look to the answer... As to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land, we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Freedom and the dignity of the individual have been more available and assured here than in any other place on earth. The price for this freedom at times has been high but we have never been unwilling to pay that price. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. Each one of those markers is a monument to the kind of hero I spoke of earlier. Their lives ended in places called Bello Wood, the Argonne, Omaha Beach, Salerno, and halfway around the world on Guadalcanal, Tarawa, Pork Chop Hill, the Chosin Reservoir, and in a hundred rice paddies and jungles of a place called Vietnam. Under one such marker lies a young man, Martin Treptow, who left his job in a small town barber shop in 1917 to go to France with the famed Rainbow Division. There on the Western Front, he was killed trying to carry a message between battalions under heavy artillery fire. We're told that on his body was found a diary. 
on the flyleaf under the heading, My Pledge, he had written these words. America must win this war. Therefore, I will work, I will save, I will sacrifice, I will endure. I will fight cheerfully and do my utmost as if the issue of the whole struggle depended on me alone. We must realize that no arsenal or no weapon in the arsenals of the world is so formidable as the will and moral courage of free men and women. It is a weapon our adversaries in today's world do not have. It is a weapon that we as Americans do have. Let that be understood by those who practice terrorism and prey upon their neighbors. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. So that was the beginning, and you see the drone show going up. And they do a fabulous presentation, and Superfly goes, did you videotape? But I said, no. I had waterworks going down my cheeks. That patriotism is not lost in America, no matter what the social networks or the media try and tell you. And for about 15 minutes, just a fabulous drone show that brought humor, up-tempo music, Caddyshack, Happy Gilmore, connected to golf, really God, country, and golf, and then ended for all of us after a spectacular day at American Dunes on the eve of the Folds of Honor Collegiate Cup with all the proceeds going to help the children of our heroes. We all stood and cheered, and they just had one more message. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work for all my life. And I had to start again with just my children and my wife. I thank my lucky stars to be living here today. Where the flag still stands for freedom and they can't take that away.
Celebrate 13 years of changing military and first responder lives together. Service never stops, and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise funds for Folds of Honor. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Budweiser Lager Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Bill Simonson here for my good friend, Josh Garvey. He is a managing partner at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, and they'll be stronger together. And did you know Bean Garter can help your business with outsourcing your payroll and other business needs? That can help ease tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. Just go to beangarter.com to find out more how they can help your payroll system and make your workplace that much smoother. Go to beangarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And they can help you with all your payroll needs. Like I mentioned, tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. All your payroll needs can be handled by the team at Bean Garter. Find out more at BeanGarter.com. No one cares what you've been through. No one cares about your hopes, your dreams, your desire to make a difference in this world. Guess what? That isn't true. Law enforcement cares. That's why people join the force. Maybe they came from a world where those things are true. Maybe they didn't. But here's something they have in common. They do care. Maybe you should consider being around people who truly care about you. Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org and start the conversation. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. 
Go Bowling for Bucks to win premium play prizes that are right up your alley. Drawings are every Friday in September from 7 to 11 p.m. And one lucky winner every hour strikes up to $3,000 premium play. Roll the ball and hit your lucky strike with Bowling for Bucks. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live on a Moneyline Monday, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use code HUGE when you sign up to get the hookups and get in on the action. NFL kickoff game. Lions at the Chiefs Thursday night. Just download that DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use promo code HUGE. Let's go talk to Chris Ballas from TheWolverine.com. Get his thoughts on Game 1, minus Harbaugh and Sharon Moore. Wolverines 1-0, first half fantastic, second half just going through the motions. How you doing, Chris? Good, Bill. Thanks for having me, buddy. Hey, uh, so what did you expect? Uh, then at halftime, what are you thinking and when the game ended? Yeah, I, you know what? Pretty much this. I thought they'd score a little bit more, but I think the game went a little bit faster. They had fewer plays thanks to the new rules and Got stopped down there at the goal line with a couple of a uh, couple of bad plays that I think uh, I don't think Donovan Edwards is the back that you're going to use down there against a better team. Uh, really, Blake Corm or, or maybe even Kalel Mullings. But um, overall, solid. I thought the defense was outstanding. They were stifling, and uh, the run defense was exactly what I thought it would be. Uh, I thought that ECU's game plan was outstanding too. I thought they they came downhill kind of like TCU did last year and filled the gaps and. Uh, Michigan adjusted quickly, uh, leaned on J.J. McCarthy, who really one of the best quarterbacking uh, performances I've seen in a Michigan uniform uh, since I've been covering this team. So uh, granted, the competition will get better, but he was on the money with his throws, his confidence. Um, it is what it is. A little bit worried about the kicking game, I think, and uh, the offensive line is still a bit of a work in progress, but overall pretty solid win. And McCarthy looked really good. He, he he really did. And again, it's East Carolina. Yeah, they loaded up the box. The running game never got going. But I think if I'm a coach coming in and I'm looking at you know McCarthy's slow start against TCU, and granted, a college football Final Four is bigger than East Carolina at Michigan. Uh, but I, I looked at this game that they were going to force McCarthy to throw the ball to beat them. He did. And Michigan moves on and they get a W. Yeah, and asked Mike Hart about that today, Michigan's run game coordinator, and he said, you know, there were times that they, they were in zero defense most of the game and bringing the safeties right up to the line of scrimmage, and he said those guys were getting the ball and the, and the safeties were about a yard away. So uh, he said we had to adjust, and we did. And as Blake Quorum said after the game, he said, you know, he had 71 yards, I think it was, or 73, and still averaged about 6.6 yards per carry. And he said, it's not about me, it's about us, and if they want to – if they want to take us out of the game, then we got a guy here who's proving, proving that he can get the job done. And uh, just you know, the calm, the, the the poise that he showed in the pocket, and uh, you know, you can learn some things against against weaker competition. Uh, a couple of things that I learned, McCarthy, I thought really felt the felt the pocket better, uh, and his throws were on the money. He had some contested throws and in the tight windows, as Jim Harbaugh said today, that were really impressive. So. I looked like an NFL quarterback, frankly, which is what he's going to be eventually. So 
Uh, again, a good start. And then they played the, the backups and the threes and the fours for the entire fourth quarter. So that's what you're going to want to do as well. Get uh, rest some of your guys, and especially McCarthy. You can't afford to get him hurt. And Harbaugh, if I read the Wolverine.com story right, he went to Moore's house and they watched a <laughs> the game. Yes, their own Moore, Michigan's offensive coordinator. He said they had sandwiches and uh uh, he said he woke up in that morning, and, and, and he said uh, Sharon Moore invited him over, and that's what they did. So um, the good news, you know what, uh, two things. It, it's different when you don't have your position coach there for the offensive line. Everybody's talking about the offensive line, and you know they rotated the, the offensive tackles, and they're going to do a little bit more uh, rotating this week and the following week as well, UNLV and Bowling Green games. But not having Sharon Moore there, I think, hurt them a little bit. You can tell that the uh, – the cohesion wasn't quite there. And as Mike Hart said again, he said, you know, there was one guy here, one guy there. Otherwise, we would have run the ball anyway. He said well, a missed assignment here or a missed assignment there that they expect to clean up. So I think you'll see the running game be a little bit better in uh, against UNLV as well. But, yeah, Harbaugh was happy for his guys. And uh, this week it'll be Jay Harbaugh and Mike Hart getting the nod as the, uh, as the head coaches for half of the game. By the way, uh, Harbaugh in his weekly presser did say – uh, the job of a head coach on game day is to be the, quote, guardian of victory, which Harbaugh has signed a five-picture deal with Marvel movies uh, for <laughs> guardians of the victories. And then he added uh, a line that's been all over Twitter this afternoon. There's no offense. There's no defense. There's a we fence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, you know what? It was um, a lot of people upset about the pass rush too. I want to talk about that for a second because uh, you know, but they really uh, ECU was getting rid of the ball quickly, and um, so that's something we're going to look forward to as well next week. Bill, see if they can generate a little bit more. But uh, that interior defensive line, I know, had been working on that. We expected a little bit more of them. Yeah, we'll see what happens this week. So, uh, you know, when he said we fence, that there's no offense, there's no defense. I've never heard that phrase ever, ever in my, you know, 32 years of doing a talk show in my entire life. Uh, What do you mean by we fence? Is that team? Um, Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, the no-star defense. And uh, they were down a couple guys, too. Rod Moore didn't play at safety. uh, And Will Johnson, their elite cornerback. So, but, you know, they rely on everybody. And I thought, uh, for the most part, uh, the young guys stepped up and played really well. Keon Sab at safety. Josh Wallace at corner um, was outstanding coming over from UMass. A little bit bigger than I thought he would be, honestly, uh, but very sticky in coverage. So, um, But that's the one thing that they don't care who gets the credit. Uh, they all talk about that. They were upset that they didn't get the sacks, but only from the standpoint that uh, – you know, they want it as a team. They aren't trying to pad their stats. Same thing that Blake Corum said about the running game. He said, we don't care. So uh, he wanted to make it clear that uh, these guys are all on the same page, all about one thing, and that's winning. And he also made it clear that it was just one game, and they've got a long way to go. But uh, very pleased with what he saw on Saturday. Last year, we all complained all September. He's not showing anything. Where's the blitz packages? Why aren't they throwing deep? You know, look how the season ended up at least winning – uh, the Big Ten winning at Ohio State. So I'll, I guess I'll reserve judgment until you get to some games that mean something. And based on what I've seen from the Big Ten, Penn State didn't look spectacular at home. And again, we're talking about new quarterbacks in a lot of places. 
or a lack of offensive weapons, Ohio State at Indiana, Nebraska, Minnesota, not a lot of offense. Uh, you know, Michigan State, you know, halftime, it's 10-7. You're wondering what's going on. Purdue gets beat by uh, Fresno State, paid them a million and a half bucks to come to West Lafayette and beat them. Uh, there's nothing offensively. Cade McNamara looked good in the first half uh, for Iowa, but I'm trying to think uh, where the wild offense in Wisconsin struggled against Buffalo. I, You know, it's obvious Michigan is the best team. Uh, but you're not going to show everything against East Carolina. You get UNLV, you get Bowling Green, you get Rutgers, uh, who look decent against a Northwestern team that looks like they've quit on the university. Uh, until we get to at least Rutgers, I have to reserve judgment. Yeah, and you do it. It's one game. I thought Drew Ellar looked really good for Penn State, and I thought that was the big question mark. And he looked poised. He throws a great ball. So uh, their defense looked a little bit leaky against the run. And We'll see if they change it up. It's going to be a harder game there, Bill, and that's the one I predicted them to lose. But Ohio State looked uh, certainly looked mortal uh, offensively. They aren't going to be what they have been in the past, but their defense looked better. Let's see how inept Indiana really is or if uh, if Ohio State's defense has really improved. But their offensive line was really bad. So uh, there will be games. Uh, Nebraska, for example, it's going to be interesting to see Nebraska and Colorado. I thought their defense was aggressive. That's not a good football team, especially offensively, but I thought that they were aggressive defensively, so that could be tricky when you go on the road. But overall, it's going to take a couple of games for us to know what all these teams really have. Michigan State-Washington, for example, I think will be a telling game, and um, Ohio State at Notre Dame in a couple of weeks. So, But for Michigan, we won't know probably until they go to Nebraska, maybe even after that, Bill, what this Michigan team really is. Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com, his latest podcast at the Wolverine.com with Doug Skeen on Michigan football uh, is up. Chris, appreciate the update. We'll talk later in the week and look ahead to UNLV. You bet. Thanks, Bill. All right, Chris Ballas, check it in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Our Budweiser Folds of Honor, huge question of the day. Your first impressions on Michigan and Michigan State. You can join us at one 838 4843, that's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan, a Michigan-based bank with local decision makers throughout the state. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Everything HUGE, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is celebrating the 10th anniversary of the Pure Bar on the Blue Bridge, where you can experience a unique Pure Bar class taught by world-class instructors on Grand Rapids' iconic Blue Bridge. Check-in begins on Wednesday, September 6th at 7 p.m. The class will start at 7.30 p.m. Tickets are 25 bucks, and all proceeds from the event support Van Andel Institute's biomedical research and education activities. Wednesday, September 6th is the date. Get more information at VAI.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
The Huge Show is back live across Michigan on a Moneyline Monday, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use code HUGE when you sign up. Get in on the NFL action that kicks off on Thursday night with the Lions at the Chiefs. Always use code HUGE after you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and hit the sign up button. We are looking for first impressions on Michigan and Michigan State football out of game one, from you, the fans, you can join us, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, all that on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Now, if you miss any HUGE opinion, interview, hour, or full show, our podcast are free. And we are everywhere. Just search The HUGE Show where you download podcast and catch up and listen on your schedule. Big, bad, huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the huge show across Michigan. And this Thursday night, it's all about NFL opening night. The NFL is back with the Lions and the Chiefs. And the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is hooking up new customers with a can't-miss offer to celebrate. Place your first $5 NFL bet and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. All you have to do is use code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app and get set to get in on the action. Lions at the Chiefs, the NFL kickoff game on Thursday night. It is a Moneyline Monday presented by DraftKings on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together for our number two on a holiday live Monday broadcast. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Inside this hour, Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU insider on Michigan State. Strong second half, and they pulled away from CMU this past Friday night in East Lansing. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com on Michigan. And Mark Wilson, one of our LPGA and PGA Insiders. He's a PGA Rules official. The Europeans named their team 12 players, six who got in, six Luke Donald captains picks. We'll talk some golf here in an hour. I'm also looking at the Golf Channel. They just opened up coverage of the Folds of Honor Collegiate at the American Dunes Golf Club in Grand Haven, Michigan, where North Carolina State is one under leading in round one. South Carolina, Arizona, Memphis, Indiana, Notre Dame, Arkansas, Oregon, State, Kansas, and Howard top 10. 
Michigan State was just outside the top 10 last time I checked the leaderboard. They're at 11. Grand Valley State at 14. The only D2 school in the field. Now, tournament play will continue until around 7, 7.30 tonight at American Dunes. It's free to get in. You can go to Ad Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Download your free ticket. A free shuttle, which is about two minutes away. Concessions on the course for the fans, beverages and food. It runs through Wednesday at American Dunes in Grand Haven. Folds of Honor Collegiate, all the proceeds benefit the children of our heroes from the military or first responders who have been injured or killed in action. Fantastic golf course. I was there yesterday, met Jack Nicholas. I shared that photo. I had a huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook. Inspirational day to say the least. And I think all these college golfers were touched by it. And I'm looking at the TV. It's the first time I've seen American Dunes on television. It looks looks unbelievable on Michigan's West Coast. Everybody wins with this golf tournament. We also have our Budweiser Folds of Honor limited edition cans. Huge question of the day. First impressions on Michigan and Michigan State football in their opening games. You can join us at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. I also dropped a huge opinion on Saturday afternoon, early Saturday evening. Deion Sanders... And this total misread of, well, he's a black head coach and nobody thought he could do this. Are you kidding me? Everybody questioned Dion because he blew out the most players ever from one year to the next. It had nothing to do with race, and it became race. College football and the superstars in the game are dominated by people of color. Race has nothing to do with it. It was about Dion, and could he run off almost an entire team, flip it, and still succeed? For one game, they were prepared, well-coached, motivated, and they have great talent. And by the way, his son and the Travis Hunter and others were all big-time D1 recruits. Well, this shows that you know historically black colleges and universities can... No, they, they would have played at Florida State or Florida or Alabama or Georgia. This isn't about race. Everything in America today is about race. Keeping a division going. It's a political theme. Nobody watches college sports and looks at race. My God, it's 2023. Nobody. I repeat, nobody. Dion's just telling people who said he couldn't flip it, but then you get all these so-called journalists and influencers on social networks. Oh, my God. People are afraid of a black head coach. Oh, God. Shut up. He coached a hell of a game. Unbelievable play calling. Great talent, fun to watch, end of story. Flat out, end of story. It is. I I just, Deion Sanders being in big time D1 football is really good for the game. 
he's a lightning rod for the media, and I love it. But God, take the race card out of this everywhere you turn. It's a race card. It's a race card. No. No. That was one hell of a football game of Colorado and TCU. Well-coached, motivational. Dion does it his way, and he flipped it and drove off with almost 60 players and found a way to win. That means he has a great staff. And the talent he chose to replace those close to 60 players, they were better than the team that was a one-win team a year ago. So everybody wins. Speaking of winning, Michigan State, second half. They look strong. Pulled away from CMU, Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU insider. I was going to say the M&M insider. Yeah, he gives us the latest on M&Ms, how they were in week one uh, with the blue M&Ms. How you doing, my man? Hey, I'm doing great. Happy Labor Day. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, uh, so uh, from your expectations going into the CMU game, where were you at at halftime and where were you at afterwards? You know, we were all learning as we went along. I mean, we knew that Noah Kim had talent, but when he overthrew those three or four passes there in the first half, it was it was looking a little dicey. Like, uh, you know, because you're grading it based on your frame of reference. I am. We all are. And the frame of reference was limited. So it did not start out well for him like we talked about on Friday before the game on your show. You know, the variables would be what does Noah Kim look like and what can the defense do to stop some of the um, unorthodox things Central Michigan does in terms of their ball control offense. Well, the first part of that, Noah Kim was not playing well, and that was the first step toward this game becoming close for four quarters. Well, it turns out Noah Kim found his range and did some impressive things. Some of the throws he made and some of the movement in the pocket and the zip and the, the quick delivery, frankly, were, were passes that Peyton Thorne wouldn't have made that particular way. That's is that's the obvious comparison. He's replacing Peyton Thorne, so it's obvious to compare him to the predecessor. No, now, Peyton Thorne would have come out better in the first quarter. Noah Kim has a lot of talent. What went wrong there? Jitters? No. Nervous? No. He was just jacked up. He was excited, and the ball sailed on him a few times. As he got settled in, that was uh, good for Michigan State. Defense played well. They played smart. They played team defense. They settled into a cover four, and they played they, they leveraged the ball back to the help and played team defense squared things up and played smart and they defeated blocks against the mid-american conference team but they defeated blocks and did it with team concepts and uh the, there there are, there is some improvement there i think for sure now they have to stay healthy and the opponents are going to get tougher obviously but that was uh, those were my takeaways Noah Kim looked good and the defense looked um Smart, which was uh, which was refreshing. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMag.com, the MSU Insider, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. So I assume Richmond, uh, an inferior opponent to CMU, uh, it should be another game for Kim to try and get comfortable. Uh, I did like uh, the passing game in the second half, but again, how good is CMU? But they started to click. Uh, they were taking some shots down the field, and I really thought the defense playing physical in the second half was the real difference. I agree. You know, Jacoby Winman at middle linebacker, we only saw him play middle linebacker for two games last year. At 245 pounds, he runs sideline to sideline well. Between the tackles, he arrives with force. There was a real nice play that he made in the first quarter where he took on a tight end and isolation block and 
blew up the block and, and assisted on the tackle. Meanwhile, Simeon Barrow was inside, blew up the offensive guard. Those two assisted. And you're like, that's what it's supposed to look like. That's what a defensive tackle looks like. That's what a middle linebacker looks like. Charles Brantley at corner, Dylan Tatum at corner. Those guys were setting the edge, defeating blocks, taking on blocks, you know, leveraging it with their help. Compression tackles, vice tackles. That's a two-man tackle on one guy in space, semi-space. Making it happen. Better than it did last year with, with some of the players that have moved on. So they played, uh, you know, McElwain said, hey, Michigan State's going to make it hard for some teams in this conference to score on them. They're doing things right. They're doing it with size. And uh, there's an old term that uh, Mark D'Antonio used to use. It's called playing square. All 11 guys, you know, playing collectively. And we saw that on defense, and we saw it with big bodies that move pretty well. Now they are young at safety, Michigan State is. There was an error on a 12-yard touchdown that they will learn from. So back there at safety, those two sophomores, their second-year players, true sophomores, they played the entire game. They did not come out. And I did not get a chance to ask Mel Tucker about that today, but I suspect they played the whole game because they are still learning, and every repetition is important to those safeties. So they need to continue to come along But those two guys. Mangum and Spencer, they've got a lot of talent at safety. They seem, to you know? be, they seem to be using the game offensively to try and figure out who their go-to wide receivers will be. I know you mentioned Trey Mosley, you thought, would be uh, the first name to emerge, a, a go-to offensive guy when we talked on uh, Friday. Henry had that unbelievable you know, one-handed uh, catch. So uh, Richmond is another preseason-like game. I think we're really going to get a true gauge on the talent level on that Spartan football team when they play Washington. Yeah, uh, Richmond, I'm not, I've not looked to see what they've got. They were, they were favored and they lost Morgan State, so I don't know what kind of resistance they're going to have. But you're right about the receivers. You know, Michigan State's never had trouble trotting out some really good talent at wide receiver. The difference this year was it was a lot of unproven players with Jaden Reed having left and Keanu Coleman having left. But these guys flashed some talent. You look at, you know, Jerron Glover. You know, true uh, redshirt freshman going out there. Christian Fitzpatrick made a play. Terrell Henry, a second-year player, made a big play. Talent, you know. Montori Foster was a guy that didn't flash in that game, but during preseason camp, he was outshining all those guys. Antonio Gates might have more talent than all of them. Uh, he might be the most talented guy in the room, but he's a second-year guy as well, and he's still learning. But there's a nice array of talent to choose from there at the wide receiver position. Noah Kim's new at quarterback, so that. We'll we'll see what happens this weekend as they uh, as I I expect the passing game to really sharpen up and a lot of those wide receivers to continue to put you know put a, put together some highlight real plays. You're right about Washington. I mean they they scored 52 points on a pretty good Boise State team this weekend. Michael Penix five touchdowns. Um, you know Washington's top ten in the country. They're gonna they're gonna score 40 plus points on everybody this year. Everybody Washington's gonna score 40 on everybody. So, uh, can Michigan State score 41 against them? That's going to be difficult. I think uh, I continue to think that we'll learn. You know, we'll if Michigan State gets blown out in that game, it depends on how ugly the blowout is. Um, but I think the next week against Maryland is really going to determine the direction of the season. But the Washington game, I think Washington is powerful on offense, and uh, maybe things will change in a couple of weeks. But it'll be hard for Michigan State secondary to keep them out of the end zone. Jim Combroni, SmartMeg.com, the MSU Insider, checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Uh, watching Keon Coleman last night look like the best receiver in America. I know Mel Tucker mentioned him. I saw your comments at SmartMeg.com that 
you know, he recruited him. He's happy for him. I, I just something doesn't click then. If everybody's connected, happy for him, why is Keon Coleman playing for Florida State and not MSU? Yeah, I'm still investigating that a little bit. I think a lot comes down to name, image, and likeness. And there was there were times last year when uh, when um, maybe Keon was not getting taken care of as much as maybe he wanted to and, and expected. His mother wanted him to stay at Michigan State. I've heard that from good sources. You know, Tom Izzo had to sit down with him, and I you know there's there's various reasons. I'm not sure what it all what it all means, but you know, Mel Tucker made some statements last week about getting NIL completely plugged in. It is plugged in in a lot of levels with the, with with some players and some boosters, but it needs to all get pulled in the same direction to make sure that things like that don't happen, or if they do, Michigan State's at least competitive. At the end of the day, I think Michigan State was competitive with NIL with him, but um, their offers came a little bit too late. So um, that's an enterprise question that goes, uh, you know, beyond Mel Tucker into other uh, uh, other aspects of the program that needs to get squared away. You all right, Comp? Yeah, I'm still there. Can you hear me? Yeah, I, I didn't know if we were losing or something. And yeah. I, I heard. I don't know if it was your phone or if you had the burp or something. I just wanted to make sure you're okay. Yeah, and Tucker said today he said he was happy for Keon. He said he did a really nice job. I'm always pulling for him. I'm very close with him. I recruited him myself. I'm close with him and his family, and I was happy for him, unquote. So Tucker's saying all the right things, and that's become kind of a popular quote out of the Twitterverse. People are retweeting that one, and uh, it's it's uh, not often that you hear a, a coach speak that way about a player that moved on. Um, but it, you know what? It was a business decision, and I think Tucker respected it. In the meantime, uh, Tucker needs some people around him in the program to get to get squared away and get the, the get the structure down. They've got some things that can work NIL-wise. They just have to decide whether they're going to plug it in as an athletic department. Well done. Uh, Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com. Follow everything Michigan State football. George Baja, voice of Michigan State, will join us in our next segment. He called the game on Friday night. Jimmy, appreciate everything. Enjoy the rest of your holiday Monday. Sounds great, Bill. Thanks a lot. All right. Follow everything Michigan State football at SpartanMeg.com. I am looking at the TV coverage of the Folds of Honor Collegiate with 18 college teams from all across the country. I think Comp could have been watching it too because we lost him there for a second. I thought he was getting ready to choke on a pretzel. What do I do if someone starts choking? Can't Heimlich. We don't got the remote Heimlich. But I'm looking at American Dunes. Just so cool on TV. It really is. And a college kid just blew his drive right on 18. Been there, done that. Now remember, it's free to get in. Free parking, free shuttle, food and beverages available on the course in Grand Haven. Folds of Honor Collegiate continues tonight till around 7, 7.30 p.m. Tomorrow, I think it's around 11 a.m. until 7, 7.30. And the final day on Wednesday in Grand Haven on Michigan's West Coast. So free to get in. You need to print off the ticket or put it on your phone. Uh, just go to Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show, on Facebook, or just Google American Dunes Golf Club. And my photo, at Huge Show, The Huge Show on Facebook with my friend, Jack. Not Nicholson. Jack Nicholas, my new friend. I said, hey, buddy, how you doing, Golden Bear? He said, hey, huge. 
I said, Golden Bear, get out of here. You're killing me. You're crazy. Thursday night NFL kickoff game. Your Lions, the Chiefs, at Arrowhead in Kansas City. So what you need to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app at official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers have a can't-miss offer to celebrate opening night with the Lions and the Chiefs. Place your first $5 NFL bet and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. If you're on DraftKings, check the app to see what you got. Call to action. I'm going to tell you what you need to do right now. Don't wait until kickoff to get in on the hype. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And like I said, new customers get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just $5 on any NFL game. That's code HUGE when you sign up. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. George Blaha, voice of Michigan State football and the Pistons. We'll get his thoughts on game one. You also can answer our Budweiser Folds of Honor limited edition cans. Huge question of the day. What do you think of the Wolverines and Spartans? Week one, you tell me. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. On the Mercantile Bank listener line. From Petoskey to Detroit, this show is huge. It is time once again to go inside the leadership locker room with Greg Harris, uh, who joins us here on the huge show across Michigan. And everybody has a game plan in sports, right? You're breaking down the team before you play. Manager is sitting on the bench or the coach in a baseball game, and they all have a plan on how to maximize their efforts. And that comes into play, especially in sales. In sales, yeah. Bill, it's great to be on your show. Thanks for uh, uh, getting me on and your amazing audience but uh, one of my keynotes i really enjoy it's very popular is called more at bats and better pitches sales organizations are looking for more opportunities sales opportunities for their salespeople. and my keynote really lays down a lot of rules a lot of opportunities on how to get more at bats and better pitches because we have limited time a salesperson has 24 hours to prospect so I think the more at-bats, better pitches, one of our challenges is being a commodity. They put you in that bucket. You don't want to be compared to someone else. You want to stand out and be differentiating. So I give them play-by-play on how to do that. Yeah, play-by-play and more pitches, right? Everything comes into play inside the leadership locker room. If you're interested in Greg uh, helping your business, MaximizeLeadership.com. Uh, He'll stop out talk to your business, MaximizeLeadership.com. And also Sage Advice is his book, uh, you can find at MaximizeLeadership.com and also wherever uh, you download books. 
Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com slash business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Look for the Pure Michigan Mix Frozen Drink available at participating McDonald's across Michigan. Through September 10th, you could score some great prizes from Pure Michigan Coca-Cola and McDonald's. Look for that Pure Michigan Mix through September 10th at participating McDonald's. I'm Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball. I'm Herman Moore, and football is my game. So we know a few things about sports. And the passion of Detroit fans. That's why we're big fans of Eagle Casino and Sports. It's the mobile sports book that lets you bet on action all year long. Right from your mobile device. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Download the app and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Holiday Monday with Superfly Hayes as our executive producer. I'm watching the Golf Channel's coverage of the Folds of Honor Collegiate at the beautiful American Dunes 18-hole layout in Grand Haven on Michigan's West Coast. It looks so good on TV. I was there yesterday in, in the Collegiate AM. Hung out with Jack Nicholas. Are you kidding me? Next to Jack Nicholas. And Izzo was there last night for the barbecue dinner. Uh, King George Blaha is the man. A voice of Michigan State football in your Detroit Pistons. He's standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. How you doing, King George? Great, Brad. Happy Labor Day to you and all your listeners. I'm doing good, buddy. All right, so before you put on the headsets Friday night in East Lansing, what were you kind of thinking as you went over your notes, your conversations with people inside Michigan State football, and uh, how you felt about this team after that game and that 31-7 win over CMU was posted? Well, before I put on the headsets, I went down to the field and went in the CMU locker room to say hello to my man Jim McElwain and uh, tell him I wanted to win every game for the rest of the year, but uh, – and wished him luck, but he's a great guy and a heck of a coach, and they put on a, a, a good fight. Well, that's what I was thinking about. I figured Central Michigan, especially with all those defensive players back, could make it a game unless Noah Kim had a strong game. And you never know about a first-time starting quarterback. I, I'd seen him in enough scrimmages and practices to know that he's a playmaker, but as a field general, it's a whole other story. But I thought... As the game wore on, he became a field general uh, and uh, he produced explosive plays for Michigan State. So uh, any fears they had about Noah Kim were long gone by the third quarter. So moving on to get Richmond, and then I think the gauge test uh, will be Washington. How much has this team approved from a year ago? What about the losses of Thorne and Keon Coleman, who was fantastic 
for Florida State in that shocking second-half domination of Brian Kelly and LSU. So Richmond comes at a time where they're still trying to find uh, their groove with this offense. Uh, your thoughts on what lies ahead for Michigan State, starting with Richmond? Well, um, you know, we don't know much about Richmond other than the fact that they're used to winning, and Morgan State scored twice late to beat them last week, so they'll have to be in a bad mood. They've got a uh, 6'2", 6'3", 230-pound quarterback um, who obviously is somewhat of a kind of a dual threat like uh, the Emmanuel kid from Central. But beyond that, this when I was looking forward to this season for Michigan State, uh, I knew that they wouldn't be in big trouble at wide receiver despite the loss of Keon Coleman and Jaden Reed because the Spartans always have a handful of good, exciting receivers. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, um, you know, receivers have a lot of confidence. People call them divas. I think that's probably a little strong, but these guys all think they can play in their mind. They know they can play. They just want a chance. And Jerron Glover got a chance. So did all the others. And, uh, and they played well. But the biggest, it, the biggest development with Michigan State football, to me, uh, was going to be with the defense. I mean, they, have, they had no players last year because of injuries and the crazy suspensions. It was hard to stop anybody. This year, they've got three sets of two at defensive tackle, at least two and a half sets of defensive ends, uh, they have one of the best linebackers in the country in Cal Halliday, and he's got help. And in the secondary, the safeties are strong, and the corners are, are, are tough physical guys. Charles Brownlee about as tough a little guy as you'll ever see. So I knew they'd be better defensively, and they're going to have to be, obviously, if you're looking ahead to, get, to play against Washington. King George Baja, hot talk of Michigan State football. Interesting week one in the Big Ten. Also, the Pistons uh, getting set before you know it. It will be training camp. Uh, any word out of uh, the Motor City on what this team's going to look like? Well, I think there are, people are saying, will this be uh, a Jalen Duran, Isaiah Stewart uh, front line at center and power forward? How much will the other bigs play? Uh, how how much is Boyan going to play? I play him a lot as long as he keeps making shots. And uh, how does everything work uh, in the backcourt with Cade Cunningham coming back? I mean, he 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 checks all the boxes. This guy, he's an excellent all-around player and a great leader. And to get him back, I think you put plus ten in the win column, and you got Cade Cunningham versus one you don't. And uh, they've got. You know, other young guys coming in, and Jaden Ivey coming into his own in his second year. So I think Asar Thompson is going to be uh, that wing defender that they need. I mean, I, you and I were talking about this a few weeks ago, and you start counting up players. An NBA team usually has, uh, even a good, solid team, has eight or nine guys you can put in the game. I think the Pistons have more than that. So uh, I'm excited about this season. Always great to talk to you, King George Blaha. We will uh, discuss football and the Pistons soon. All right. Uh, happy Labor Day to you, Huge, and uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for taking time out. means a ton to me, okay. buddy. All right, yeah, there he is. King, Bye. King George Blaha checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. You can answer our Budweiser Folds of Honor. Huge question of the day.
First impressions on Michigan and Michigan State Game 1. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Yeah, I saw Neil Grzynski's name pop up on the Golf Channel coverage for the Folds of Honor Collegiate at American Dunes. I played with his dad yesterday. That was awesome. The Army assistant coach. Just fabulous day. If you get a chance, today until 7 o'clock, if you're in the Grand Haven area, free to get in, free shuttle, which is only about a two-minute ride, Beverages on the course. All right, checking some of the Golf Channel leaderboard coverage of the Folds of Honor Collegiate. Uh, on the team side, Notre Dame is even par through nine as a team. Arizona also even par. NC State plus one. Indiana plus two. With South Carolina, Memphis at plus three. Kansas plus four. Arkansas and Little John Daly. At plus five, Kentucky, Oregon State, and Howard University at plus seven. Michigan State at plus eight in the 18-team field. Florida State plus nine. Man, they were just even, and the wind is strong right now at American Dunes. Navy plus 13. Grand Valley State, the only D2 school in the tournament, plus 13. Air Force plus 15. Florida A&M plus 20. And Army West Point, plus 21. They're playing from over 7,300 yards with a huge win coming at them on most holes. But Neil Grzynski said he thought the course could play upwards of 8,000 yards today. You see some of the scores in, what was it, ND and Arizona are even par, which is pretty darn good with that win. We'll keep you up to date on the Folds of Honor Collegiate at American Dunes. Remember, free to get in, free shuttle. You pay for your own beverages and concessions on the course in Grand Haven on Michigan's West Coast. Tonight until a little after 7 p.m. Tomorrow, 11 a.m. until 7. And the same thing on Wednesday. Live coverage all three days on Golf Channel Worldwide, 4 p.m. until 7 p.m. Michigan time. Yeah, some good stuff. Looking really good. Uh, pure Michigan uh, golf at American Dunes. And I'll go through some of the individual leaders. Uh, I'm looking at Michigan State. I think their best number right now is Drew Hackett. Looks like he's plus one. So a lot of Spartan fans were out there yesterday, live along uh, the course. 18 teams. Today, Tuesday, and Wednesday at American Dunes in Grand Haven. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Hey, this is Matt Shepard from the Michigan Sports Network. I love summers in Michigan because it means golf season. Now, two things always when I go golfing. I make sure I got my sticks, and I've got plenty of cold, fresh Labatt Blue Light. Whether I've just squeezed in 18 holes or I just want to relax on the patio after a long day, everywhere I go, and I'm serious when I tell you this, I tell people about the smooth, genuine taste of Labatt Blue Light. It's just a great beer. Michigan Sports Network is giving you a chance to win a foursome to Michigan's best courses. Just listen weekdays to the 
huge show and X's and bros, or just text golf to 21,000 to enter. That's golf to 21,000. The trip includes two overnight stays and two rounds of golf, all brought to you by my friends at Labatt Blue Light. So grab a Labatt Blue Light the next time you head out onto the course and enjoy the blue skies because blue is for Michigan summers and great times. Always enjoy responsibly. Copyright 2023 Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. All rights reserved. Labatt is a registered U.S. trademark of Labatt Brewing Company, LTD. Huge here for my good friend, Matt Golden. Now he's the CEO and GM at the Tullymore Golf Resort. They're in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of Grand Rapids. And fall golf is here, and they have some huge deals you can take advantage of on stay-and-play packages, tee times, and more. Just go to TullymoreGolf.com. That is TullymoreGolf.com. Also, if you want to book a Christmas party for the holidays, you want to squeeze in a business meeting, with some golf and great food and beverages. Matt Golden and his team can take care of you right now. Go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com. They're also booking big groups who want stay and play packages, or maybe you just want to look ahead to the perfect weekend in 2024. Remember, Tullymore is less than an hour north of GR in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. Book your stay and play package or get more info now at TullymoreGolf.com. Golf.com. Friday, October 27th, TVs and Practical Jokers are up to their usual tricks. If you're not here, you are missing out. It's the Tenderloins at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Sal, James, and Brian for two shows and twice the laughs. 7 and 10 p.m. Tickets start at $59. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Don't miss the Drive, 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 Drive Tour with the Tenderloins, October 27th. Party hard, laugh louder. Details at SoaringEagleCasino.com. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan on a Moneyline Monday, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use code HUGE when you sign up to get the promo hookups. We do have our Budweiser Folds of Honor limited edition cans. Huge question of the day. First impressions on Michigan's win over East Carolina. Same thing for Michigan State. I thought the Spartans looked horrible in the first half. The offense came to life. Defense was really solid, giving up 219 yards, and the offense got it together. With some big plays from Kim. They'll get Richmond as another preseason game. And really, talk to me after the Washington game on where this team is going. But Washington is one of the best teams in the country. I'm telling you right now, with the Pac-12, the end of it, 
final year. Look what Oregon put 81 on Portland State. Look at Caleb Williams and USC. I don't think they play enough defense to be a national champion. Same thing I worry about with Washington, which is a good thing if Michigan State can get any offense against them. Yeah, look at Colorado. Not a lot of defense. A dynamic offense with a ton of athletes. The conference is solid. And Dante Moore, the kid out of Detroit. Looks like he's won the job with Chip Kelly in UCLA. That dude's a player. I think he's the most NFL-ready high school I had ever seen in Michigan. Think about that if you're a Big Ten fan, what's coming. Oregon, Washington, USC, and UCLA. Yeah, we're talking next year. Wow. So you get Stanford and Cal joining SMU and the ACC. That It doesn't seem big. It just seems like they're looking for more teams in the ACC. And they're happy. They get the Dallas and they get the San Francisco TV markets, two top ten TV markets in America. That's why it happened. But I'm talking from pure football. Adding Oregon, Washington, USC, and UCLA to the Big Ten. My Lord. Think about that. But I watched as much Big Ten football, DVR'd it, scanned through it, and nobody stuck out to me. Nobody. And I thought Michigan's first half, they looked like the best team in the Big Ten, why they're number two in America. Tough to judge after that. State, flat as all, get out. CMU was playing inspired. It was their biggest game of the year, like I mentioned last week. Bert Emanuel Jr. has a lot of upside. I'm not sure about his throwing, but the dude's got some legs. He's tough. So State gets the win. And I'm trying to look across the Big Ten, and who who do you say, wow, I don't care home or away. I mean, West Virginia just couldn't take advantage of situations. They're not that good of a football team. And the common theme is what quarterbacks progress. That really is based on the person and the coaches. And I'm talking about Penn State and Ohio State and even Kim after the game he had against CMU. And CMU, to be honest, a lot of people are getting on me about my prediction, including Superfly. I said 35-31. I thought it would be more of a shootout. I should have listened to George Blaha a couple weeks ago. He said our front seven, when he says our, he's, he's talking about being the voice of Michigan State, that their front seven is really strong. That's what he had heard. That's what he had seen in some of the practices. And it showed. CMU could do nothing. And if Bert Emanuel Jr. could throw the football, I think that would have been more of a game. It's like trying to truly judge Michigan or Michigan State. I think we have to wait until Washington for Michigan State. And for Michigan, is Rutgers a judge? I, I, a judgment game? No. The, the way Michigan looked, the way they played, the, the, the little hardball in my ear saying, I just, there's something missing from this offense. And I think it's dynamic athleticism that when I watched USC, when I watched Colorado, when, when, when I watched TCU against 
Michigan in the Final Four game until the second half that I, I think he has that athleticism. But what have I said about Harbaugh? Does he maximize his athletes? And who am I to even complain about anything with Michigan when they won their game and they're back-to-back defending Big Ten champions and Harbaugh didn't show a lot the last two Septembers and look what it got them to two straight college football Final Fours, two straight Big Ten championship games, and two straight wins over Ohio State. So I'll step back because people are like, oh, you're not on Michigan like you're on Michigan State. In that first half, that first half, they were ugly. That place was quiet. Did you hear the Bluebirds in the first half at Spartan Stadium? I did. I didn't hear anybody booing on Michigan, but then again, every other five minutes at Russ Ortiz's Man Cave Garage, Peacock was going out. You got to love... You gotta love games that are only streamed. Real convenient. Now, Russ Ortiz, I will say, I've seen nobody in 20 years have rabbit ears with aluminum foil on it. All right, uh, hold on. Raz, uh, move to the right. Hold it here. Don't move. Is that J.J. McCarthy? Don't move. I mean, what's even people talk about at Nebraska, at Minnesota, they haven't impressed me. I think Colorado's going to drub Nebraska. You know, Michigan at Michigan State, yeah, that front seven, Michigan couldn't run the ball against East Carolina. Is that just one game? You're not showing a lot. You didn't have hardball. You didn't have your offensive coordinator. I don't know. All I do know is that Michigan got a big lead, bumped it out to 30 to zip. Went into let's get out of here mode. Michigan State had a horrible first half with Bluebirds, and they got it done in the second half, outscoring the Chips twenty-one zip. And I'm not even—we can't even talk about the Richmond game. There's nothing there. It's Richmond. Now, if you miss any of our huge opinions, interviews, hours, or full shows, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcast. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the Huge Show across Michigan. And this Thursday night, it's all about NFL opening night. The NFL is back with the Lions and the Chiefs. And the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is hooking up new customers with a can't-miss offer to celebrate. Place your first $5 NFL bet and score $200 in bonus. Bonus bets instantly. All you have to do is use code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app and get set to get in on the action. Lions at the Chiefs, the NFL kickoff game on Thursday night. It is a Moneyline Monday presented by DraftKings on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? 
It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1 866 838 HUGE. That's 1 866 838 4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. So, Michigan, it is time to begin our number three on a Moneyline Monday. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. His dad, Hammer and Hank Hayes, is pumped up. Him and Magic Man are going golfing Thursday. Then they're tailgating at Magic's house. Superfly is going to join them for a huge house party. They're going to watch the Lions and the Chiefs. I'm seeing the promos while I'm watching during the breaks, the Folds of Honor Collegiate on the Golf Channel every day this week in Grand Haven. 4 until 7 p.m. is a TV coverage, a tournament, 11 a.m. until a little after 7 p.m. Free to get in, free shuttle about two minutes from the course. They have beverages and food for sale on the course. If you want your free ticket, we have the links at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook for tonight, tomorrow, and Wednesday. Bring the ticket every day. Free shuttle, free ticket. 18 fabulous golf teams from all across America. I'm looking at Arizona, South Carolina, Notre Dame, Michigan State, Grand Valley State, the only D2 team to qualify the military academies with Folds of Honor benefiting the children of our military heroes, Air Force, Army, and Navy all there. I'm telling you, weather's supposed to be hot, but get out and watch some of the golf for free at American Dunes Golf Club in Grand Haven on Michigan's West Coast. It is pure Michigan golf. Maybe you stop by your local McDonald's there on the way in and you get a pure Michigan mix. Supposed to be in the 90s the next couple days, right? Course looks fantastic on television, man. It really does. Golf Channel's coverage Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday for until 7 p.m. I'll have a Folds of Honor Collegiate leaderboard update coming up inside this hour. Also, Mark Wilson, PGA rules official. He calls West Michigan home, one of our LPGA and PGA insiders. Europeans announced their 12 players for the Ryder Cup later this month in Italy. The Bronis. The Bronis. Yeah, I'm looking at the European squad announced today. McElroy, Rom, Hovland, Hatton, Fitzpatrick, McIntyre, Fleetwood, Straka, Rose, Lowry, Holgard, and Auberg. That's a good European team. You look at Team USA, which was announced last week. Scheffler, Clark, Harmon, Cantlay, Homa, Shoffley, Kepka, Spieth, Morikawa, Burns, Fowler Thomas, I think they're going to get trucked. That's a strong European squad that was announced today. Now look at that Team Europe. McElroy, Rahm, Hovland, Hatton, Fitzpatrick, McIntyre, Fleetwood, Straka, Rose, Lowry, Holgard, and Auburn. That, that, that's one of the stronger European teams I've ever seen. 
Mark Wilson, PGA Rules official, also part of the prestigious Ferris State University PGA Golf Management Program is standing by on the Roast Number Coffee guest line. Man, when you look at the list and you line up the U.S. versus Europe, I I don't know. Am I? It, is Europe going to run away with this? Well, first, happy Labor Day, Bill. Yeah, back at and, you, buddy. Uh, yeah, nice to join you. It's really interesting. There's several sort of milestones that you'd have to say. And in the first place, I think that this is a historic Ryder Cup team in that the players from, say, the past 20 years, there's really nobody left except for Justin Rose. Lee Westwood, Paul Casey, Ian Poulter, Sergio Garcia, Graham McDowell, and Luke Donald now, of course, is the captain. And so this really is, this is a milestone. And when you think about the sort of situation at Whistling Straits in 2021, and all the observers were saying, well, what was the future of the Ryder Cup going to be? I think little did they know how this could shift in two short years, especially, I think, with the development of the younger players like Victor Hovland winning the Tour Championship and sort of the continued growth. Look, since, since that 2021 Ryder Cup, Matt's, Matt Fitzpatrick won a U.S. Open. Justin Rose has had a kind of a resurgence and Tommy Fleetwood gets better and better. So this is really, uh, I think it's going to be an interesting Ryder Cup, and by the time it starts, the European team may be favored. Yeah, I, when I just line it up and I go, I play the name game, and you see Scheffler, Clark, Cantley, Homa, Shawfley, Kepka, Spieth, Morikawa, Burns, Fowler, Thomas, and then you list Team Europe, which the captain's picks were announced today, McElroy, Rahm, Hovland, Hatton, you know, Fitzpatrick, I mean, uh, Fleetwood, Straka, Rose, Lowry, Hoygaard, and uh, Aberg. I just it would be a great Ryder Cup because I think the U.S., you know, it's in Rome. Course isn't a monster course. And, you know, match play and alternate shot and everything you get, uh, it isn't your typical PGA Tour where you just – Crush it. You, you got the mental side of playing against somebody in singles matches on that final day. So should be great drama. Uh, oh, absolutely. And as you say, really a solid team. Uh, and I think interestingly today, Luke Donald, um, in some respects, maybe went out a little bit of a limb with Ludwig Aberg and to some extent maybe Nikolai Hoygaard from Denmark. But a couple of observations there. He has really taken advantage of the concept of picking the hottest players at the right time. And obviously, Aberg just won in Switzerland over the weekend uh, and has moved way up in the world rankings. A little bit of a tigerish win when you think about he's won his first event. He's had nine professional starts, and he won in his ninth professional start. Hoygaard has played well uh, this year especially in match play earlier in the season. The European or DP World Tour has a match play event. It's kind of the offshoot of the old Seve Trophy. Hoygaard played well there, and he's also won the Italian Open at the Marco Simone Golf Course. Mark Wilson, PGA Rules official, calls West Michigan home. Like I mentioned, part of the prestigious Ferris State University PGA Golf Management Program. Find out more how... Mark and the team at the PGA Management Program are moving Ferris forward at ferris.edu. Yesterday, uh, 
Mark, one of the best golf experiences of my life. I played in the Folds of Honor Collegiate Am uh, sponsor, you know, Pro-Am, what normally happens at LPGA and PGA and Champions events. But prior to the tournament starting, I had a chance to talk, meet, take a photo uh, with Jack Nicholas. What an unbelievable gentleman. And his love of golf, his love of country, his love of family, and even his Buckeyes of Ohio State. What a special individual. Yeah, you know, over the years, Bill, we've talked about approachable athletes, star quality athletes, and really Arnold Palmer and Jack Nicholas uh, were both that way. Jack Nicholas, obviously, still that way. And uh, really, what Dan Rooney's done, and you look at the great field that they've got over there in Grand Haven uh, for that event, they have really outstanding teams from all over the country. Uh, competing today's the first day two more rounds coming up uh, and uh, really they've organized a great collegiate event there and they announced yesterday that they're adding next year will be two days of the folds of honor collegiate cup for men and two days of the top women's teams uh, coming in Uh, so a four-day event that all four days will be broadcast on the golf channel they made that announcement yesterday uh, really a, a nice uh, and really in a short time they've built that event uh, they've built that event tremendously to become a really top collegiate event yeah the course is fabulous and again the mission with folds of honor and all the connections and Jack Nicholas speaking to the crowd yesterday emotional about his father introducing him to the game of golf at 10 uh, his love of country his love of his family uh, and even talked about, you know, the Ohio State University, what it did for his father and him and his family. It was just a it was a surreal day in Grand Haven yesterday at American Dunes. Oh, I'm sure it must have been. You know, Jack was a pretty good baseball player and basketball player, too, when he was in high school and obviously ended up with golf and a great career at Ohio State and uh, really outstanding career for so many years on the PGA Tour as well. He mentioned, or I think it was Dan Rooney when he was introducing him. How many, how many U.S. amateurs did Jack Nicholas win? Do you know? Because you know everything connected to the golf. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know, Bill. Uh, hold but, on, uh, hold on. Do we got breaking news? This is the first time in maybe fifteen years of talking to you, Mark, that you've never ever said you didn't know. Oh my lord. <laughs> I don't want to go out on a limb and tell your listeners uh, the, the the wrong. Uh, no, I I do it every day. You're fine. I, I do it every day, Mark. So my guess would be not that many because he turned pro so quickly after that, too. Yeah, because I heard a word number. I I heard a weird number, and I'm like, no, he didn't. He can't win that many U.S. amateurs because he he turned pro so early. Yeah, he turned pro pretty quickly. So yeah. we'll have to, I'll do a little research. No, you know, it was just it was brought up when uh, I think Dan Rooney was talking about him. They were doing a little Q and A, and then Izzo showed up, and Izzo told me a story I'd never heard about him, and then his team meeting Muhammad Ali. That was I'd never heard that story, and it was unbelievable. Uh, Izzo walked up to me. There were some Michigan State fans that said, "Hey, tell my." Uh, sister, the story about Muhammad Ali and Izzo being another approachable great guy uh, there at American Dunes last night uh, told the story. And I'm like, Tom, this needs to be like a 30 for 30 on ESPN. I'm serious. 
a Netflix documentary, The Untold Story, say it was unbelievable. Well, you know, I don't know how many AMs Nicholas won, but I did also have a chance to meet a Muhammad Ali in the clubhouse at Valhalla during a PGA championship there, only briefly, though. But again, you're right. He wanted to be in the crowd and was so friendly and cordial, said hi to everybody. And you think, I mean, at one time, the best known, really the best known person in the world back in the 70s and 80s, uh, but uh, extremely humble man. Spent some time in the Benton Harbor, Michigan area, too. Yeah, and then had his uh, farm down in Berrien Springs where Tom told me the story of taking his team down to his farm and his entire basketball team. I think this is a 99-2000 team. Got to spar in the ring with Muhammad Ali. Well, that would be right because I met him at the 2000 PGA at Valhalla the year Tiger Woods beat Bob May uh, in the playoff, in the three-hole playoff. So you have been a PGA rules official for how long, Mark? Well, uh, my first PGA championship, my first major was the 1990 PGA at uh, uh, Shoal Creek in Birmingham, won by Wayne Grady. So when was the first time you met Nicholas? Um, I met him in scoring when I worked scoring uh, with uh, a PGA past president, Bill Clark. I met Nicholas in 91 um, at the PGA championship at Crooked Stick. Uh, I actually was the scoring official that helped John Daly with a scorecard on Sunday. He sat right across the table from me, and uh, we made sure his scorecard was right before he left that scoring area. Was he nice to you? Yeah, and, you know, the thing is, Bill, is that I just wanted to assure him when he sat down because, obviously, you know the story. He came in as the ninth alternate, drove all night from Memphis to get into the tournament. Uh, Luckily, had an afternoon tea time when Nick Price withdrew, and he walked into scoring. Obviously, it was a stunning week uh, for those of uh, your listeners who remember it. It was just incredible. The tee shots that he hit, it was really like being at a football game and watching a winning field goal. Almost every tee shot he hit would get this elevation, and the crowd would get louder and louder and louder and finally land, and then they would just cheer like a winning field goal. But anyway, I just tried to assure him and calm him down, and I just said, you know, you're just you're not leaving this room till we get this right, so don't worry. I was looking at his numbers. Uh, he won two U.S. amateurs. Uh, he won uh, nine, or 73 PGA Tour wins for Jack. Nine yep, European Tour majors. wins, right? Uh, 18 majors, obviously, three more than Tiger. Uh, major, yep. He was a major runner-up 19 times. Wow. Yeah. yeah, and that's really significant. And, you know, you talk about winning, but a Jack had a lot of runner-up and a lot of top five finishes as well. Uh, really, I mean, in a historic way. But two USAMs, that sounds right, because he did turn, turn pro pretty quickly. Uh, you know, and obviously started to challenge Arnold Palmer right away in the early 60s. So Tiger had three U.S. amateur wins. Tiger had 82 PGA Tour wins. Tiger won 41 times on the European Tour. That number can't be right. Did he really? 41 times? Well, it certainly could be right. And, yeah. uh, they, you know, the, it was easier, obviously, when Jack played. He really played the U.S. PGA Tour. You think about the early origins of the European Tour really kind of date to the 1970s, almost after Nicholas, uh, you know, was, I wouldn't say past his prime, 
but the travel was harder and all of those things. Really, Ken Schofield, as commissioner of the European tour, was the one who really expanded it to become a world tour that it was. He had the foresight to look for some of those sites that you could play in when, when it was cold in Europe or in, in the U.K., and that really was the impetus to play all over the world, 52 weeks a year almost. And that was what made it a little easier for Tiger to play so often and have so many victories. Larger than life, man. Uh, when I met him yesterday, uh, it's amazing how guys always seem uh, smaller than they look like on TV. And uh, just uh, he's one of the goats. Uh, he's there with Tiger, Arnie, Jack. It's really uh, the game of golf when you look at the historical side and you know, through my broadcast career, I've been able to meet, you know, Michael Jordan, Tiger at the last uh, Buick Open there in uh, the locker room hallway. And even though I'm doing a sports show, I've been doing it for nearly 32 years. It's still a thrill as a fan to meet a guy like Jack Nicholas. What an awesome day yesterday at the course he designed and also the course he waived his $3 million Nicholas Company's fee uh, in his support of the country and like they talked about yesterday, God, country, and the game of golf uh, when it comes to Nicholas and his family and story of his dad introducing the golf at the age of 10. Just It's why I love the game. Uh, it's why I love the stories connected to the game. And yesterday was really about uh, helping people, about our country, and Jack Nicholas was there front and center. Mark Wilson, PGA Rules official, also part of the prestigious Ferris State University PGA Golf Management Program. You can find out how Ferris is helping move the game of golf forward at ferris.edu. Mark, enjoy the Golf Channel coverage of the Folds of Honor Collegiate from Grand Haven today until 7 and tomorrow and Wednesday, 4 until 7. Absolutely, and we'll talk uh, before the Ryder Cup. Look forward to it. Yeah, we'll do. We'll get you in studio. We'll break down the Ryder Cup. We'll do that. I don't know what the time change with Italy, if that's going to be all crazy. You know, I, I, I don't want to ask you two things in the same interview, but do you know how many hours Italy is behind us when it comes to the time change? Yeah, there's six. That's six hours. You got that one. You weren't going to go down twice, not live on air. I knew you would get that one. All right, thank you, my man. No, and, you know, I'm glad all throughout the interview today, I was Mark Wilson and never Brian Wilson, and you never made, made me sing my little deuce coop either, so that was good. Well, you know what, and I have to tell you, with how I'm moving, and it's been a long weekend, I did think that I call him Brian at least once today. It's Mark Wilson. Thank you, my man. Had a pleasure, Bill. <laughs> have a great afternoon. Yeah, he's such a good guy. And he wanted to give me a little pot shot for bringing up that that was the first when he said he didn't know anything about the game of golf. Like a number connected to anything. That was a shocking moment from one of the greatest historians that the game of golf has ever seen. His real name is Mark Brian Wilson, so his middle name is Brian. <laughs> uh, Clayton Safey. From the Wolverine.com on Michigan football here in less than 10 minutes. Lions, Chiefs, I'm looking at all the promos running because NBC owns a golf channel. Superfly just figured that out today. He moves at the speed of light. Showing Lions, Chiefs Thursday night, NFL kickoff. So what you need to do is get in on that action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 
Sign up with code HUGE. And new customers are getting the hookup with a can't-miss offer to celebrate the Lions and the Chiefs kicking off the NFL season. You can place your first $5 NFL bet if you're that new customer and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single NFL game day this September. Just check the app if you're already on DraftKings to see what you're going to get. So don't wait until kickoff on Thursday to get in on the hype. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up, and new customers will get that $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just $5 on any NFL game. That's code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, Call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. More conversation on Michigan's opening win against East Carolina. Clayton Safey from thewolverine.com will join us next. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. In the Den with Dan Dickerson. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. We're heading into the final month of the season, a month that can be hard for teams that are out of contention with a roster full of players who haven't gone through the rigors of a 162-game schedule. A.J. Hintz says one of the most difficult things for a young player to do is to develop a daily routine, a process, while competing at the major league level. And at this time of year, the grind of the season can wear on a young player, physically and mentally. Hint says he and his coaches have constant conversations with players about this, that you can't let whatever physical or mental fatigue you might be feeling overtake you. He says you have to battle through it. Learn how to bring your best for these final few weeks because when you're on a winning team, this is the start of the stretch run. And there will be a day when there will be two more months of play, not just one. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Elevate your night out at the legendary Roots Chris Steakhouse. Now open at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. 
Start with the finest cuts of USDA prime beef. Pair that with handcrafted cocktails, signature shots, and Roots' legendary hospitality, and you've got yourself one incredible night. Roots Chris Steakhouse has arrived. Make a reservation at RootsChris.com for your incredible night at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. Join the Purple Community and Van Andel Institute for the Pure Bar on the Blue Bridge experience on Wednesday night, September 6th at 7 p.m. All proceeds will benefit Van Andel Institute's biomedical research and education activities. Get more info at VAI.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Playing safety from the Wolverine.com will join us coming up here in a few moments. Get his thoughts on Michigan's win over East Carolina, good and bad. Budweiser folds of honor. Huge question of the day that you can answer. What were your first impressions on the Wolverines and Spartans and their season opening victories? You can join us one 838 4843 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on Mercantile Bank listener line. I am looking at the Folds of Honor Collegian. I think they're playing the National Anthem. They stopped the course for taps at 1 and 5.30 for the National Anthem. Superfly, live on the Golf Channel right now. That is fantastic in Grand Haven, Michigan at American Dunes. Wow. Really good stuff. Let's go check in with Clayton Safey for the Wolverine.com, one of our Michigan insiders. He's standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. What's up, big man? How's it going? Happy Labor Day. Hey, it's going good. Back at you. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Michigan's win on Saturday. What was the good and bad for you, Clayton? Yeah, I mean, there was there was a lot of good. Um, you know, I thought offensively we saw kind of the, the J.J. McCarthy that a lot of us thought we could see. I mean, I didn't know if it was going to be that good, 26 to 30 for 280 yards and three touchdowns, but uh, he was very good. That's not a very good pass defense. They finished 130th in the country last year against the pass, um, and they were selling out to stop the run, but – Regardless, I thought that was a really good first outing for the pass offense. Uh, they got several receivers going, Roman Wilson, Cornelius Johnson. You saw the tight end, Colston Loveland, get going. Uh, offensive line probably needs to clean some things up in the run game, but they were outnumbered up there in the box a little bit too. So it'll help to have Sharon Moore back, who was suspended for the first game uh, as the offensive coordinator and line coach. So without him, I thought they fared pretty well. Uh, you know, on the other side, ECU was getting the ball out pretty quickly. Didn't really let Michigan get the pass rush going and pin their ears back. They had no sacks for just the third time in the last two seasons. Um, but overall, uh, ECU finishes with, I think, 4.6 yards per throw, which is uh, really, really low. So the pass defense did its job regardless of the of the big plays or big hits or lack thereof of those. 
Um, you know, so I thought that was good. And then ECU couldn't run the ball at all with the running back. So I thought that was solid. Special teams got a couple things to work on. Uh, and it's almost good, too, when you talk to a few of these coaches this morning. It's good sometimes to have a few things that they can point to on film when they're playing an opponent like this and you win you know, pretty comfortably because they can really refocus their team going into the next week. So similar type of challenge this week where – you got to get up for it, but you know Michigan should should really overmatch UNLV on Saturday. And then Bowling Green after that, and you you look at Rutgers. I I look at the Big Ten for what Week One is worth, and we'll get a gauge on Ohio State against ND, Nebraska, and Colorado coming up this weekend. But the conference, a lot of teams are missing offense and offensive superstars. I'm watching Keon Coleman last night. For Florida State, looking like the best wide receiver in the country, and he's not with Michigan State or Thorn with Auburn. So, uh, the Big Ten, at least for Week One, didn't impress me too much. No, um, you know, I think sometimes openers can be a little bit deceiving. So, I want to see these teams a couple more times. Like you said, though, you know, a few of them will be playing cupcakes for the next couple of weeks. It'll be really interesting to see Notre Dame, which looks very good against Ohio State, which, you know, we'll see what they really are. They're probably better than they showed at times against Indiana. seemed a little bit clunky from me half-watching the game while I was doing some writing after Michigan's game, but would like to maybe go back and watch that. But you're right. I mean, the defense is – think of all the dudes Penn State has on defense, and think of the guys that Ohio State had come back. I know a lot of people up here, you know, like to make fun of Ohio State for the way Michigan shredded them last year defensively, but – they got a lot of guys back. They're going to make adjustments, and they looked really talented on that side of the ball on, on Saturday against Indiana. So just, you know, I think every week we can learn a little bit about these teams. It's hard to draw too many conclusions. Um, but you're right. I think clearly to me it's Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, in whatever order you want to put them in, and then it's kind of the rest of the Big Ten. But, you know, still some, some excitement. You know, Minnesota, Nebraska was fun, even though there was only, what, 13 points scored or, or whatever it was, uh, 17 or – or 23, not good at math here. Um, and, and I think that, you know, a couple other teams were really interesting. Illinois going to the wire with Toledo. So we'll see more, you know, what these teams are after they get a couple games under their belt. Uh, who's the new defensive coordinator? <laughs> they got two head coaches this week. That is, uh, and we talked to three Michigan head So Jay Harbaugh, special teams coordinator and safeties coach, also Jim Harbaugh's son, obviously, will do the first half as the head coach. And at halftime, Mike Hart will be making the adjustments. Run game coordinator, running backs coach, Michigan's all-time leading rusher, of course, will take it over from there. And he said he hopes Jay just doesn't screw it up so he can kind of cruise in the second half. Joking, of course, but a very unique setup. Both guys this morning talked about it, how appreciative they are of Jim Harbaugh for giving them this opportunity um, and Jesse Minter, I thought, did a pretty solid job on Saturday. So it, it felt like a Jim Harbaugh coach team, even though he wasn't there. And I think we're going to see that again this coming weekend. Again, I'm looking at uh, the Wolverine.com. I do not see who the defensive coordinator uh, will be this yeah, weekend. Any, any clue, Clayton, on that? Yeah, it's a new term. Uh, <laughs> Jim Harbaugh going this morning. So, uh yeah, I mean, he, he said that's the head coach's duty, is not offense, not defense, not special teams. It's having the whole team together. Um, so then you also split that duty of, of defensive coordinator, two guys, <laughs> in one game. So uh, yeah. so very interesting. But seriously, though, it is, it is kind of cool to see these guys give their shot, get their shot, as much as it is frustrating that 
that the, you know they're in this situation with the NCAA. I'm a guardian of victory. <laughs> All sorts of labels on it he's been putting. Yeah, Marvel. Can you imagine Harbaugh as a Marvel character? Going to Celebration Cinema. What are you watching? I'm watching Guardians of Victories 1. <laughs> That's right. And who's the offensive coordinator for the Guardians of Victory? Is it we a little to. raccoon, a talking raccoon? <laughs> a talking wolverine. <laughs> it's like Guardians of the Galaxy with a talking wolverine going, Jimmy! And why does he sound like he's from the Bronx? Jimmy! Uh, we got to throw deep more. Thank you, little Weefy. <laughs> where does he, well, you know, again, what happened this weekend where he came up with Guardians of Victory and Weefensive? I don't know. Maybe it was uh, well, him and Sharon Moore were watching the game at Sharon's house. Did they have a kegger going on then or what was, what was happening? <laughs> He didn't mention the category. He did mention some nice sandwiches that were put together. Okay. Um, yeah. It was kind of a, a little bit of a dual family gathering, it seemed well, like. Did they have brownies? Maybe some gummies? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Maybe burgers. Maybe that was the sandwich of choice. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, and they had the, the place that, that Harbaugh bought the cheeseburger had to, like, drop some DoorDash on them or something. Right? Right. Uh, no defense of yeah. guardians of what are you? I am a guardian of victory. My name is Maximus Harbaugh. <laughs> uh, Clayton Safey, the Wolverine.com. You got any podcast up? I saw Skeen and Ballas have uh, the Michigan football podcast up. You doing anything with Anthony or Borden? Yeah, uh, myself, Anthony Broom, and Chris Ballas live at six o'clock tonight, right after you get off the air. Six o'clock on our YouTube channel, The Wolverine. So uh, check us out. We'll be we'll be breaking it down, answering some questions from the live chat audience. Yeah. So six p.m. at thewolverine.com, the live chat with Chris Ballas, Anthony Broom, Clayton Safey, who's joining us, and they'll let us know who's going to be the offensive coordinator <laughs> against UNLV this weekend. Right? That's right. That's what we'll be talking about. All right. We love you, buddy. Okay. Have a great one. Yeah. Back Appreciate at you, Clayton Safey. Yeah. Listen at thewolverine.com. They'll tell you who the offensive coordinator. Hey, do you got me any, like, I don't need Star Wars music, but kind of that, like, Marvel music for Guardians of Victory? I think a talking Wolverine that sounded like Andrew Dice Clay. Hey, Jimmy, I think we need to throw deep. A talking Wolverine, Harbaugh, Guardians of the Victory. That could be good. Who knows? We do have one final segment coming up. If you want to join in on the Budweiser Folds of Honor limited edition cans, huge question of the day. First impressions on the Wolverines and Spartans, week one, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE, and that is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan, and they're also a Michigan-based bank with local decision makers. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. If you wait long enough, the pendulum swings in the other direction. 
all across Michigan, police academies are filling up. In fact, new sections are being added to accommodate the brave men and women making the decision to protect and serve. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police commends and welcomes these selfless, community-minded officers joining our ranks. We know we have more work to do, and with your help, the pendulum will swing in favor for all of Michigan. Look for the Pure Michigan Mix Frozen Drink available at participating McDonald's across Michigan. Through September 10th, you could score some great prizes from Pure Michigan Coca-Cola and McDonald's. Look for that Pure Michigan Mix through September 10th at participating McDonald's. There are 13 folds that bring the American flag to the iconic shape of freedom. This summer, Folds of Honor and Budweiser celebrate 13 years of changing military and first responder lives together. Service never stops, and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise funds for Folds of Honor. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch, Budweiser, Lager Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. We play for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. He hasn't made a putt all day, but if he makes this one, we're all cracking the Labatt. Hold it. Did you say if your buddy makes this putt, we're all cracking the Labatt? How about a Labatt Blue Light? Uh, yeah. Hey, buddy, you can do it! It's a left-to-right break, just outside the cup, a touchdown hill. Appreciate the support. You guys mind if I putt now? Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Best putt ever. Because making the big shot is better with a big crowd. Labatt takes everything to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer. 2023 Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. All rights reserved. Labatt Regulations, U.S. trademark of Labatt Brewing Company, Limited. Hey, buddy, where's my Labatt Blue Light? He made the putt for crying out loud. I want my Labatt Blue Light. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use code HUGE when you sign up to get the hookups. Folds of Honor Collegiate continues in Grand Haven. Esteban Vasquez, I met him. He's at minus three. A Spanish player. And we were talking in the clubhouse at lunch yesterday before the Collegiate Pro-Am. That tournament will go on until... Around 7 p.m. tonight, if you're in the Grand Haven 
West Michigan Lakeshore area tomorrow, 11 a.m. till around 7 or so. Same thing on Wednesday. Free to get in, free shuttle, concessions, beverages sold on the course. Uh, We have the quick link where you can just print, put the ticket on your phone. Uh, Go to at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show. Um, Facebook, Michigan State, Grand Valley State, uh, part of this. Tiger Christensen, who plays for Arizona, minus 269 from, with the win. Over 7,300 yards. He's out of Germany, plays for Arizona. I think he was leading that last report. You can go to AmericanDunesGolfClub.com. They have the live leaderboard. Check it out, man. You can walk the course. If you've never played it, you get to feel everything about helping the children of our heroes, men and women injured or killed in combat, men or women injured or losing their lives, serving and protecting as a first responder. Their children are taken care of with scholarships. It's a beautiful thing. American Dunes Golf Club in Grand Haven, Michigan, Folds of Honor Collegiate runs through Wednesday. Next year, they'll do two days for the men and two days for the ladies. Want to give Doug Bell, Ian Ziska, Ian also out of the Ferris State University PGA Golf Management Program. Give them a lot of love for what they're doing. Man, looking at that big flagpole. Looks like a good crowd on hand. Check it out for free. Don't have to pay anything for the shuttle, for the tickets at American Dunes in Grand Haven. Budweiser Folds of Honor, huge question of the day. Your first impressions on Michigan and Michigan State. You can join us, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. My first impressions, I, I think Michigan looks like a team that could win it all. I know the flash isn't there. Well, they didn't dominate like Alabama or Georgia. Harbaugh has done it this way the last two years, and it's paid off. He doesn't show a lot. Is there that potential conservative side of him that we saw in the first half of the TCU game that bites him in the butt? Yes. When I look at Michigan and I think of the dynamic athletes and Roman Wilson had a great game, would I like to see more what I see from the big boys in college football? But they've been there the last two years. Whatever he is doing is working, in my mind. I was looking at the Folds of Honor collegiate scoreboard trying to see Michigan State, Grand Valley are in that tournament so you can walk and cheer on the Spartans. And the Lakers golf teams. Yeah, I haven't seen uh, anybody from Michigan State. Some pretty good numbers considering the wind blowing out there. And in regards to Michigan State and finishing off the Folds of Honor, Budweiser limited edition cans, huge question of the day. I After the Washington game, we'll find out if they're for real. Central and Richmond will not give them or you the Spartan fan, a true gauge. It'll be after Washington. At home, big game. Are they in it? Do you look at the talent and see any comparisons? That is the gauge game for the Spartans. Now, if you've missed any of our huge opinions, interviews, conversations today, as always, 
Our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge.